Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do. But if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Castology. Hello and welcome to another episode of Castology, Hello. the podcast about podcasts. I'm your host, ZNC Weber, here with my lovable co-hosts. Liz Best. And Patrick Shearer, or Trick Shearer, if you prefer. <laughs> As Elizabeth I Best? misheard I last know. time. Yeah. Let's Trick all have different Shira. names. <laughs> I don't like that variant on my name. It's now your nickname <laughs> forever. Pat you know or that, Patrick, right? Patrick, but nothing else really. It's okay. like a Christopher going by Topher. <laughs> See, I've had crap. That just that's who Topher oh. Grace is. That's yeah, who Topher Grace yeah. is. Yeah. I've had so never, many nicknames through my life. I just thought his name was Topher. No, like Topher. were weird. <laughs> I've had so mm. many nicknames in my life. I used Liz, Lizzie. I was Ellie all through primary school and then people in high school decided that was too difficult for them and then I was like, okay, hi, I'm Ellie. And they're like, hi, Liz. And I was like, oh, okay. I've, your name I'm might there. have the most variation. It does. Possible. Do you know that Buffy is a derivation of Elizabeth? Really? I need to be Buffy best. <laughs> just yeah, own it. That's my name now, Buffy. <laughs> I've never managed to hold uh, a nickname. No, you can't really. No. Can you? Well, because yours is already monosyllabic. It's so monosyllabic so and not boring. like Zeman. What about like the Zane train? Do you get that? <laughs> oh, oh, don't like that. That is now your nickname forever. <laughs> the, the Trick closest and the Zane one. train. That's our like some <laughs> shitty. That's our morning, <laughs> shitty uh, morning breakfast, breakfast show. show. Hey, welcome back to. Trick in the Zane train. <laughs> Guest starring Buffy. <laughs> it's Brisbane, so it's hot. And let's go to the top 40. Uh-huh. No. Uh, okay, so now that that has run out of mm-hmm. uh, our mouths, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shall we talk about the podcast that we recommended to each other last week? Yes, shall we? Shall we start with yours, Zane? So mine was Unnatural Selection. It uh, was. So it was the three... Melbourne friends, George Sipos, Tom Doreen, and off the top of my head, it is Tom Heath. Off the top Adam of your head, Doreen. or are you reading this? I just read it now. Uh, Tom Heath, Adam he lies, Doreen. everybody. <laughs> uh, and their newsy type stuff and things. What did you guys think? I um, We talked about this in the last episode, how uh, Liz's podcast, My Favourite Murder, had a really loungy feel. Mm. Uh, towards murder, and that's how I felt about this towards politics and newsy stuff. Because most too. of the newsy and political stuff that I get is very professional and yeah. crisp. Well, not you know, like I'd listen to Dan Carlin's Common Sense or yeah. 
Listen to Sam Harris it's where he's the, got some other academic on. It's super researchy kind of I'm knowledgeable, yeah. I'm an expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's well presented but this is, yeah, this was the first one I think I'd really listened to. It was people just sort of gas bagging and having a good time. And, and you can really see on their live stream it. that they are literally like lounging in yeah. office chairs or on yes, couches. they mentioned in the episode that I listened, they're like, oh, I just had to press go on the live stream and now I'm sitting down. It's awkward. Did you listen, you listen to, to the, the latest one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2018 that's one I rapper. To as well. I was like, this is perfect because Zane recommended <laughs> that we listen to any episode that wasn't. And they did a 2018 wrap-up. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is perfect, yeah. And I loved it. Yeah, like, it was good. I, I, it's really approachable. Um, it like doesn't project, ask a lot of you. It's but mm. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like because they're allowed to be because no constraints of network television. Less produced. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I really dug it. Like I, I and and we were talking about lounge podcasts. Like I literally listened to it while I was cooking. So exactly <laughs> as you were saying, you can listen to it while you're cooking or driving. Um, I was making my Christmassy dinners while I was listening to it. So um, yeah, and and it was just so like sometimes when we get recommends uh, recommendations of podcasts on here, you kind of sit down and actually like listen to it. I had yeah. it on in the background. I found myself laughing along and being like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Like they're talking about Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. I um, <laughs> and I haven't played that, but a lot of my mates have. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that's the thing that they were talking about. And like if you've got even a basic knowledge of what's going on in the news, their shit's really funny. And, yeah. and like, again, I felt like I was listening to a bunch of mates. Mm. I'm really glad you like that because this one could have gone either way because it is one of the more unprofessional uh, podcasts that sometimes I listen to. I like to. that. Though. Yeah, but like I think it's really produced can sometimes be more friendly. Yeah, yeah, that's precisely the reason I liked it. I think cool. Well, I liked it more. I mean, I yeah, the stories and the topics they touched on um, important and. I ended up agreeing with him for the most part. Well, yeah, because they um, talked about like Trump and Russia collusion yeah. and video games yeah. and pretty much anything that happened in the year, like the lib spill and mm. and the liberals. That was good Sufuku. too because I listen. <laughs> most of the political podcasts I listen to are American, so I was like, you now don't get like I, I should politics. I should listen to Australian politics because I live here. Yes, <laughs> a lot of and when they were talking about how. Awful it was that the whole, um, you know, the Labor Party just agreed to the digital invasion of privacy. Oh, laws yeah, that was they new information to, go to home. me. That was very new information. See, to I me. heard about it in the periphery. I don't pay attention to it. But politics. like they said, it's that whole 24 hour news cycle means that really important shit just gets, yeah. we'll talk about it intensely for 24 hours and then we're going to ignore it no, forever. It's but it's had I a think massive we impact. We had this conversation maybe off the mics after our last recording session or the one before that, we talked about the 24-hour news cycle because yeah. you're a journalist and this is important well, to you and we all... I've, I've moved to the dark side of communications now because it oh, pays better. But, <laughs> yeah, former journalists still... But yeah, I, I thought that was very good that those guys were actually clued in and, and addressing they seem very the fact onto that, yeah. Yeah, that the 24-hour news cycle changes what we find important, mm-hmm. which is so important and people don't seem to realise it. And they are always more than willing. Like if they say something and it turns out later down the track that it was wrong or that it was misreported, they'll always go back. I love that. So we did this and we said this and turns out that it wasn't right. That's what I really like about the informal podcast though. The MFM girls do it too. Like they're so underproduced that they just like chat and then they'll go, okay, so we've got a correction to make yeah. about how we really stuffed up. I was meant to bring that up uh, last episode when we were talking about it because I really appreciated the fact that, like, oh, everyone's going to write in and call us dickheads for saying this. But it's okay. Write in. Call us dickheads. Yes, we'll, yes. We'll, we'll, we will we'll happily correct, it. correct that on air. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think, yeah, these guys seem like the type of dudes who would do that. And I, I don't know whether they just have really Aussie voices that seem familiar, but they seemed the voices to me seemed really familiar, even though I'm pretty sure I've probably never heard them before. They were really relatable, or probably you probably haven't. They are all actors, yeah. so they, they met uh, doing an arts course at Monash. So they, oh, they Monash is fancy, fancy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they they kind of met doing that. So they do have polished voices. Yeah. I don't know. They just they just you know how people say people have one of those faces? I think some of those guys have one of those voices where it sounds like I've heard them before but I haven't. Yeah, they seemed familiar. Mm. They're I our think, friends now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well good. Well that's th- Three thumbs up. So yes. I'm I'm more than happy with that. So which one which one did we recommend next? It was the uh, should we do it the, was tricks. The, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Let's not make this a thing. <laughs> Stop making it a thing. <laughs> um I recommended the Duncan Trussell Family Hour to the two of you. Uh and the episodes that I recommended were for Liz. There was a two parter which took place I think months apart. Yeah, so episode 43 and 64. Yeah, with Duncan's mother. And then for Zane, I recommended Dr. Bruce Damer. What did you guys think? I would like to go first. I think you should. I listened to this episode and I loved it. I was like, great. Great. This is going to be one of my new podcasts. I'm going to binge it. I feel like there's a but. I could not binge this podcast. Mm. Um, It's all over the shop. Yeah, like some episodes really good some i just couldn't listen to um and i think it's very different when he's got someone on that he like is a get or he's very interested in and yeah. when he's got one of his friends well, this is on the there. same thing we were talking about with joe yeah um though i have different issues with duncan trussell than i do with joe and i think the biggest problem with duncan trussell family hour is the tangents that end up going for half an hour and like you're so far away from what you were mm. thinking about and so far into kind of their personal experience. Oh, you're going to love my favourite podcast, Tangentially Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't mind tangents that are interesting, but going through a few episodes, like they go to the same tangents over mm. and over again and it got a little repetitive. What were the other episodes you listened to? You know? Honestly, I went from from Did Bruce Damer just kind of down the list. Down, yeah. Then I subscribed and I listened to the last few. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it was really hit and miss. Some I really liked, some yeah. I kind of like, oh, this is... Did you frustrating find me to listen to that you could tell early on whether you were going to enjoy the app yeah, or not? Yeah, about, about 20 minutes in, you could tell whether or not he was You mean after into, the intro where he's done his little... Yes. Did yeah. you, did, how do you feel about them? Because I, I skipped the ads in Joe Rogan, but I listened to Duncan Trussell's ads because I kind of appreciate the little the weird things that he's doing at the beginning. Well, okay, so because I run a podcast network... I always listen to everyone else's ads just to see what they're doing. Yes. Um, and I do appreciate what Duncan Trussell does with his ads. I think that's the the best way to approach ads on a show like Duncan Trussell. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I didn't was, mind it at all. I was a bit – most of my podcasts don't have the ads up front. Mm. They put them – they, like, bury – they, like, have a chat, get you in, and then – so half of me was kind of like I like the fact that this guy's being upfront and honest about mm. the fact that he needs ads and half of me was like, Ugh. 
to listen to ads. That's so weird because most of the podcasts I listen to have them at the front. That's so weird. No, all of, almost and all of the ones I listen to are, are like breakups after they've hooked you in. Right. Yeah. See, Maybe I it's find a it a little bit more offensive to be halfway through a podcast and then have an ad. Yeah, hit like you and that I'm like, stupid YouTube bullshit that yeah. they're doing at the moment, where it's not up the front, and you're just kind of like halfway through this comedy and thing, and you're thing halfway through a laugh, and then they're like KFC ad. And the best thing about them being at the front is that you know that that's where they are, and then you skip them and yeah. Move Look, on. I had I and I think I had had I been introduced to that format first, I probably would have appreciated mm. it more. Mm. Um. But I feel like he lessened the ads with your particular episodes because of how personal they the were. The first one, he had a lot of ads. The right. second one, he said, I am literally going to do no ads for this. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so now we're getting onto my episodes. Mm. And <laughs> this was either the gre- worst time in my life to listen to this or the greatest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, okay, so full disclosure, I, I had been running a bit late on my homework and the apps that um, Patrick gave me were the first one was him just talking to um, his mum, who is a psychologist and a spiritualist. Um, but then, like, probably about 10 minutes before the end, they dropped the bomb that she has cancer and has been dying for a number of years. But it's kind of an abstract concept at that time because she's like, ah, oh, yeah, they've been telling me I've had six months to live for years and years. Mm. Um, and my grandma died recently. And so on the way to her wake, I thought, I'm going to catch up on my podcast. <laughs> oh, no. oh. Um, so I got about five minutes in and went, this was a mistake. <laughs> um, so I, I've got to confess I did take a couple of days and I only listened to them today. Um, and if I get a bit emotional, it's because I actually, like when I think about it, it is, I think it was probably the best time in my life to listen to them because um, – the first episode I found fascinating because my mother is also a psychologist. So um, mm. listening to the whole nature versus nurture stuff and a lot of – she talks a lot about how, you know, if you're rewarded for doing things as a child, then that becomes a pattern that's set up for your entire life and you need to make conscious decisions to be able to change that. And a lot of the psychological stuff I found absolutely fascinating <clears> – <throat> excuse me um, – the psychological stuff I found absolutely fascinating but um, – then the next episode, uh, they pretty much go, they, they open with, oh, we're in a very different place than last time. Mum, why don't you tell us where we are? And just even when she speaks, the you second that she talks, you can, I was like, yeah. is that even the same person? Mm-hmm. And she confesses that she's, the, the cancer has taken over and she's in bed with an oxygen tank. And um, she's just um, a really positive person and just seems to have her, like through the episode, she seemed to have her shit all so like she's dying, and she had her shit so sorted out. She's come to terms with it. Yeah, a long time ago, I think. Yeah, and I think because my grandma was also dying for fifteen years, basically she had cancer after cancer after cancer. So, listening to how positive this woman was, and how she was teaching her son how to cope with her imminent passing. Mm was something that I found really helpful in processing my own grief for the past couple of weeks. Um, so, like, I think talking, she, she, you know, she was doing all these wonderful things like, you know, sorting out um, her finances so that her kids didn't have to do it before she died. And she was talking about how 
fucking awful it was that DirecTV wouldn't let her cancel her subscription <laughs> because she had a 24-month package <laughs> and she's like, so are you telling me I need to keep paying after I'm dead? And they're like, well, when you're dead, we need a death certificate <laughs> and we need like a power of attorney proof that the person who's managing you yeah. – and then just was like, how, how fucking shit is that? That people will keep charging you. And then she goes well, into try. this whole – life affirming stuff where where he's kind of like what 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 do we do when this happens and she goes you just cry you know and so then i started crying and then he started crying and then everybody was crying <laughs> we we're all crying together it was very emotional um but i think what i loved about him is that even though this was his mum so someone he'd known his entire life he asked questions of her and probed so that we would know things. And his his line of questioning was so good in not having any assumed knowledge. Like you know how sometimes mm. when you get friends over and yeah. you're doing banter mm. and there's a lot of in-jokes, whereas every time his mum would say something and he'd be like, sorry, can we just backtrack a little bit? Can you explain what that feels like yeah. or, or what you're talking that about? That is something he does he'd, very well. He'd been doing that for a number well, he's been doing it for a while and I think he just wanted to let everyone know what an amazing person his mother was and appreciate I, her She's phenomenal. Way. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not even halfway as religious as both of them are and they got into quite a lot of religious stuff, which is not really my thing, but just her talking about the grief process and, and coping with um, loss and just kind of allowing her son to cry and telling him that's what's supposed to happen mm. was something that was really beneficial to me. Um, and, yeah, his interview style was wonderful because, yeah, that's probably how you'd assume you'd interview pretty much anybody that comes on your show. But when, it, as I said, when it's someone that you know, quite often your interview skills go out the window. I've mm. found, I found that, um, you know, you don't probe as much because you understand what they're talking about. But he always made sure um, – that we understood. And I think my favorite bit was when she was teaching him how to do mindfulness on in the episode. She was like, so what does the inside of your hand feel like? And she was like, he, he was like, what do you mean? She's like, just think about what feeling you have inside your hand. Like what, what's the feeling from the inside? And she's like, and then you go through your arms and then you go your other arm and then you go your feet and then through your legs. And that's kind of what, and I found myself driving going, what does the inside of my hand feel like? And then going, I probably should be thinking about this while I'm driving. But um, summary, loved it, bit emotional. Um, but I, I really enjoyed how um, how probing he was and how um, honest. I honest. Think. It was. It so was just honest. the most raw. Like there were points where he he paused for a good two three minutes because mm. he was just like mm. in tears. And which was fine because I was in tears and I needed a bit of a moment. Um, but and the, and then he'd be like, "Yep." And and we're at the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, which is a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for giving me those two episodes, even before we knew what would happen with my grand. But yeah. I listened to them at possibly one of the best times I could well, have. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. No. Part of the reason I did. Well, I, I figured Zane would uh, appreciate Bruce Damer. Um, and then a couple of months ago, I was listening to a live version of uh, Duncan Trussell and one of the questions from the audience was like, if you could interview anyone, who would it be? And it was after these episodes, you'd be like, I'd interview my mom again. Oh, God, I was don't like, do this to me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, I remember those episodes. It they was were so, so beautiful. 
So it's like, I think Liz will appreciate that, (laughs) but it'll make us happy. That's fine. No, it was wonderful. It was um, very honest and I appreciated it. So thank you. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before anyone else starts crying, uh, shall we move on to case file? Yes. Murder. Great. Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So as you guys all have figured out, true crime is kind of my thing. So the first couple of eps at least, I'm going to be um, going through the true crime eps that I went through. Um, and this week I recommended Case File, which is like the actual work and research version of My Favourite mm-hmm. Murder. What did we think? I, f- I loved it. I knew you so would, much. especially with the George <laughs> so Massacre much. episode. Like, not that I don't like Karen and Georgia. Georgia. They're yeah. great. But, like, this, this is more my... Wheelhouse. Your wheelhouse. Yeah. Like just how and the music they had going yes, in the background it's so the whole run. I don't find produced. him too awkward, by the way. I but maybe that's because I listen to podcasts like 1.6 times the normal speed, so it might have cleaned him up a bit. Because <laughs> yes. I've got all these backed up podcasts I need to get through. I literally I did sp- slow it down though, back to normal speed at the end when they were playing. Oh my Jim's, god, the recording. Jones's okay, so this was about the Jonestown massacre. And I am only peripherally aware of this cult and what happened so was no I. longer no longer though because it's of this three-parter. three-part mm. yeah basically three and a bit hours of information that's so well researched and so well disseminated and given a narrative structure as well which is so entertaining and easy to follow did and did you informative. find yourself agreeing with him for the whole first oh, episode i remember like, i remember so reasonable at one point like when because i had notes on my phone my phone's fucked doesn't matter uh, at one point, he's saying that he he's at a all the he's at a church and all the black people are at the back of a church and he goes up to the front and is like, "Why are the black people sitting at the back of the he church?" He was so anti. And then and then the the church was like, "All right, well, why don't we give you a church in an African American neighborhood?" And he's like, "I will not have a church in a black neighborhood. I will not have a church in a white neighborhood. I will have a church that includes all people." And if it wasn't for the ominous fucking music playing in the background, I'm like, "This is so inspiring." I, know. I was like, "This guy's amazing." <laughs> Wait. Yeah, Wait. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because they obviously give you the insight into his upbringing before all that, and which shows we you all how know, easily well, people would follow him. Yeah, though. yeah. Well, it made me think because they mentioned in the beginning that he read a lot about Stalin, read a lot about Hitler, and it just the the whole way that the Jones town or the Jones cult worked, it was like it reminds me of Soviet Russia. It reminds me of North Korea. It's like there's like a strange pattern that seems to be occurring when you've got the worst possible yeah, It's charisma. Of, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's that yeah. narcissistic it's charisma. But I fucking loved it. Yes. It was so compelling. I thought you would. If only yes. I liked listening to murder, I would be listening <laughs> all know. the time. Well, do you know what? I can find and pick you a couple of cases that aren't horrific but are fascinating. Like, oh, there's please, a few curate that, that, for me, yeah. yeah and I want to do the same thing for you guys because yeah, I, I don't want you that. to obviously listen to every – because they're all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> curate for each other. But yeah, honestly, absolutely. there there are some mm. – like, and I, as I said when um, – Actually, I think I said this to you guys off mic. There are a couple of episodes of Case File where I literally had to stop listening yes. because it was too hard for me to continue. Is that the one with the shipping container? It was, yeah, it was called the Toy Box. And it, mm. and you can imagine what someone did when they. So I, I listened box. to Case File. I listened to my episode first and I found it very hard to get through. Really? Really. I Even when you got to the tapes? It just. <sighs> 
No, the tapes were easy to listen to. I found Case File very dry. Right. And I kept having to, I like drifting away and having to go rewind and, right. and go back. Um, I think it's just something in the presentation of it that just doesn't click into it my head. It didn't gel with me for about in. five I was episodes. Sucked in. Maybe before. It was, yeah. Maybe it was I will say episodes. I found Jonestown a lot easier to listen oh, you to, to that as well. yeah, than cool. Sherry Rasmussen. Uh, so I think the delivery of Case File, just for me personally, isn't how I choose to yeah. to consume podcasts. And look, I think I but get that. But it is so well researched, mm. so well produced. Um, this is a really good podcast, but for me personally, if you I don't found it gel with the host of something yeah. and the way that he delivers the information, it's really different. Like I, I forced myself to listen to a few episodes because my friend who also loves true crime went, no, 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 you, you have to. <laughs> um, I must. I think I turned it off probably about three or four times before I went back to it. But yeah. Yeah, I just their research is so good. Yeah. Like and just listening to the fact that they like even in Jonestown they used the tapes unedited of of his last sermon as people are dying shit. in the background and I love the fact that they have access to and use that stuff as well cuz for me the most compelling part of Sherry Rasmussen cuz I did listen to it again after recommending it to you. Yeah. was the interview tape. Yeah, absolutely. It blew my mind, the fact that this woman had just, she's literally, you know, signing her own, you know, conviction. by going, oh, yeah, uh, actually, now that you mention it, I think I did, you know. And just listening to the, the, the how good the interrogators were at calming her down every time she got anxious. Mm. It's something that really appealed to me. But it was yeah. it was very interesting. But yeah, he's not for everybody. Honestly, he's he's quite. Like I, I think this is another uh, similar to Joe Rogan, where I will go through, and if there's a case that I'm interested in, then mm. I'll listen to it. I'd recommend listening to the yeah. Gabe Watson um, one, just about the the American tourists who came here and mm. one of the wife mysteriously died after the husband had taken out a massive insurance <laughs> policy on her and was seen bear hugging her um, right before she died. Um, I think what I like about them is finding out more about the big cases, like the heavy hitters that I didn't know about before. Mm. So I think if you know any of the killers, going through and and going, okay, I know that case, I want to know more. Yeah. Is good. Okay, well, that is our reviews of, of our recommendations for last week. So mm. by all means, go check them out and let us know what you think of them. Please um, do. Yeah, as well. Uh, but so we've got three new podcasts that we're recommending this week. So yes. uh, Patrick. I would like to recommend to both of you Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, which many people may or may not be aware of. It's one of the more popular ones. Just how hardcore is this history, it's Patrick? quite hardcore. Um, if either of you have listened to it before, I know Zane has. I, I have. This I is, have not. This was, this was a good six months of my life just listening to his entire mm. back catalogue a few years ago. Blueprint for Armageddon, yep. The Wrath of the Khans. Yeah. Um, Dan... I mean, I'm not going to do a review now, but, but <laughs> it is intense. He reads a lot. I'm intimidated. Um, like, yeah, don't, don't be intimidated. Well it's it's approachable, fact, yeah. but it's yeah. very in-depth. But also um, very humble as well. He, can, he can't help but, you know, remind everyone, I'm not a historian. I'm just a fan. Yeah. But mm. this, is, this is the He treats himself like a lay person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking to lay people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, well, yeah, part of the reason that it's so approachable. Mm. 
even though he's not a lay person in my mind. No, <laughs> he's definitely very professor level. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so. well, I, I thought I would enjoy it um, mostly because I'm a, I did ancient and modern history at Ooh. school. Like I was obsessed with history. But then you're like, I'm just going to recommend you a four-hour episode and it's get the shit out of me. So... <laughs> Well, yeah, they they don't come in little bite-sized packages, unfortunately. Yes, so that's like, something. This is like the sort of as small as they come. I'm glad you gave me a heads up on that because I felt, you know, I feel like I can prepare myself properly for it now so that I know. So what are the episodes that you're recommending? Uh, you'll have to remind me. What are you recommending Angels. That was me. Okay, yep. you have Thor's Angels. And I, I am Prophets of Doom. Prophets of Doom, yes. Um, they're, they're, Why did those, you choose those for us? Because uh, those were the... Two, well, I didn't want to give either of you like Wrath of the Khans or Blue Pen for Armageddon because that's like 15 hours or something like that. And these <laughs> oh, are my these are my two favourite, uh, I think they're called Blitzers, which mm. are just, yeah, basically four hours. Um, Prophets of Doom, that's Martin Luther. Yes. Um, and Translating the Bible into English, which I think that might be actually my favourite thing. From hardcore history. So you gave me your not second favorite thing. thing. Well, I gave you my favorite Duncan Trussell thing. Okay, well, well pretty much. Okay, yeah. So we're doing forgiven. switching it around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, what about you, Liz? Well, which podcast are you going to recommend to us? This surprise, week? surprise! I'm doing true crime again. I just feel like I need to give everybody an idea of who I am as a person. <laughs> I'm not a criminal. I just enjoy listening to it She's because I feel murderer. more. Pre- I feel more, <laughs> no. I feel more prepared to deal with murderers because you know, single female living in a patriarchal well, society. You definitely are more prepared than most people. Oh, I am hella prepared. So <laughs> come at me. No, don't come at me, please. <laughs> um. So the reason why I like criminal is because it's not all murder. It's pretty much anything crime-related. So I'm talking um, identity theft. I'm talking, yeah. Well, no, just like identity theft. I'm talking people who, um, you know, were conned out of stuff. Jaywalk. Jaywalking. No, I don't think there's an episode on Jaywalk. They should do an episode. No, they should not. No one should ever. The most prolific (laughs) Jaywalker in criminal Uh, history. um, (laughs) You know, stories about. people who've basically either committed crime or been victims of crime. One of the ones that I particularly liked um, that I haven't recommended either of you because I'm terrible um, was about um, somebody who was a victim of crime and the trial, like the, the tr- how horrific the trial impact was on that person just because like it's like they were being committed of the crime again. Um, one of the things I really like is that um, the girl who hosts it is called Phoebe Judge, which is just like the best Beautiful. name. And so many true crime podcasts, um, every time something really crap happens to someone, because her catchphrase at the start is she'll do a little intro and then she'll be like, I'm Phoebe Judge and this is criminal. <laughs> and so every time something shitty happens to some other kind of murderer, they'll just be like, oh, my God, I'm Phoebe Judge and that is criminal. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, so basically – and I like that they're short. They're like between 15 and 20 minutes max. And so when I first listened to it after listening to long form like case file and stuff for so long, I was like, oh, we're done. Oh, that was a nice little crime mm. grab, mm. you know. Um, so the episodes that I have recommended for you guys, I think I gave one of you the money tree. Yes. Um, and I gave the other one something I can't remember. I, I am episode 42, The Finger. Oh, yes. And Pat is episode 52, The Money Tree. Money so the tree. finger sounds really sus, but it's pretty much, yeah, it's it's about the history of giving people the finger, the finger. and how illegal that is. 
Um, or not about a, Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yours, yours is one where basically it it always tops the list of uh, well, it, it appears on the list of best criminal episodes with a disclaimer of no one better spoil this for you. So I'm going to say nothing. More. Okay, cool. Because I am not that well informed when it comes to crime or yeah well this is not a well-known case at all so it's it's i found it fascinating okay cool all right that's all i shall say i look forward my recommendation this week is the smartest man in the world podcast Mm. which is comedian greg proops of whose line is it anyway fame who i improviser extraordinaire improviser extraordinaire uh so this show started out as live recordings hour to two hour long recordings of him on a stage in a bar doing some material. Uh, so I'm in already. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it is as simple as that. Never have I experienced anyone who can just talk on so many things so entertainingly for so long every week. Um, it's been going for several years now, and, yes, he sometimes tells the same stories, but never regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he usually says, I've mentioned this a couple of years ago, but here he is. Here, here it is now. Um, so this is a very personality-driven podcast. Sometimes when he hasn't been gigging in venues, he will record at his home with his wife and producer. Uh, she recently has been on the podcast more uh, because this last year it has got very political. So kind of trying to uh, encourage (laughs) women into politics and rounding up like and and like encouraging uh, the good trends that have come in. Uh, Like he just, he will never say Trump's name. He'll never call him president. He'll just say Orange 45, (laughs) that sort of thing. In a very endearing way. Um, it does he has, get guests on, other guests at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah. So, well, not regularly, but he does sometimes depending on usually when it's in his home studio rather than on stage. Yeah. Uh, it's usually just him talking about his favourite film stars of the 1950s. and Because mm. so, so many of the podcasts I listen to are two people riffing off each other or someone with a guest. So this is going to be very interesting. It is. It's really interesting because it is him on stage. Mm. He has Sometimes he has like a cardboard cutout of a cat that he talks to and, <laughs> uh-huh. the, and he his interactions with the audience, like the audience is forever giving him vodka or um, – Marijuana, like those are the two gifts that he gets given. If anyone Wonderful. wants to send us vodka, <laughs> for please do. Marijuana. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I have a podcast like that because the solo podcasts that I do listen to are often the well-researched like ones. Researched. It's never someone just yeah. riffing or riffing um, off themselves. Yeah. That's a talent. That's I mean, I know, yeah. I know of Bill Burr's Monday morning, Thursday afternoon, but I feel like that's I couldn't listen to that regularly. Yeah, it's a lot. And that's the thing. It's called The Smartest Man in the World because he has a reputation amongst his comedian friends of being able to, when he's blitzed out of his mind, just being able to talk about all these topics forever. Um, he's obsessed with baseball. Um, he's obsessed with old movies. He's obsessed with <gasps> jazz too. and classic rock and <laughs> Me funk. Too. And, like, yeah, we are going to get along just fine. Rock and jazz and funk. <laughs> so I would suggest, um, I'm, uh, I haven't recommended specific episodes for you, but I have suggested to go back at least a year before it gets kind of political every episode. He'll, yeah. he'll kind of touch on it 
every now yeah, and yeah. then. But, but we when, all know Trump bad. When, no, 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 Orange 45 bad. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> when Trump was elected, I had a real problem. I had a real bad couple of weeks and Greg Proop's episode after that was the thing that kind of started bringing me back because <sighs> uh, it was just so irreverent Okay, well, and I so want to listen to that one then because I know a lot of people were furious and angry yeah. and I too was – I was scared and furious and angry because I think my mum – because um, my mum's a lesbian, she's not – closed about it but yeah. um she was about to go to the states and she just was like nope not doing that anymore mm. i like can't do it and so it was a very yeah visceral reaction from most people that i knew so yeah so i'll listen to that and then november 2016 um yeah that like, fateful month <laughs> <laughs> i almost put a bet on trump to win i was like paying you know, five to one a guy Someone friend I know of did. mine was in statistics right and so he at the time i was texting him going oh this election day ha yay it's gonna be great and he's like liz the statistics on him winning are nuts mm-hmm. he's gonna win and i was like Whatever, as if he's going like he grabs people by the pussy, as if he's mm. gonna win. And then when he did, no, I think my face just turned white. Like all the MSNBC and CNN polls were like Hillary, Hillary, like eighty percent of the time, but they were just using like I think bullshit statistics. Well, and I th- then yeah. Russia, you know, I mean, <laughs> did Russia? Who knows? Who knows? Well, we'll find That's out. A different <laughs> podcast. When I have, uh, I'll give you recommendations for. Uh, Congressional dish. Oh, God. Nice. She can tell you about Political it. Political depression. Yes. <laughs> let's do it. All right. Well, those are both our reviews and our recommendations for this week. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, links to all of those podcasts will be in the show notes to the episodes specifically and to the podcast generally, as well as their websites or whatever else uh, interesting links that we can put in there for you. Um, if you have recommendations on podcasts that you would like us to touch on and perhaps recommend, Feel free to find us on Facebook, on Twitter, or on Instagram. Uh, we will we we appreciate any suggestions that you have. We will literally listen to anything you send us. So this is my life. I mean, five minutes for at least five minutes before <laughs> we're horrified at what sick things you listen to and turn off. Yeah, we might get people. <laughs> You know, recommending their own podcasts, which is them just... That's fine. You know what? If you have a good podcast, yeah, I'm good. all yeah. about telling everyone how fucking awesome you are. But if it's shit, are. we'll tell everyone it's <laughs> no, shit. No, we won't. We no, just look, won't give you any airtime. We air reserve time. the right to curate <laughs> what we put out. Heavily curated. <laughs> but guaranteed, at least I will listen to it. Oh, um, I'll give it a listen. Well, Pat might be sceptical. Yeah, I might. <laughs> Pat might. I might not listen all the way through, but I'll listen. Yeah. All right, well, please reach out and we'll be back this time next week with uh, reviews of our recommendations this week and uh, three new recommendations for you then. Do you think we'll have a theme for next week? Sure. Let's have a theme. Do you want to have a theme? Say the theme now or do, do, do we is have it, is it? Do we have a I theme? I don't know. What's we the, talked about, what, yeah, no, we actually, did, but we, that we, was we've a specific about having release a sex date. theme, didn't yeah, we? Or do we want to wait on that? Sex, but that's in that, a couple of weeks. That will be episode six. Yes. Right. Seven. Episode so, Seven. All right. So an so, an undisclosed theme for next week. <laughs> an undisclosed theme for next week. Yes. Undisclosed. Sounds brilliant. We will disclose it next week. <laughs> Until then, farewell. Bye. Bye-bye. 
For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. Availability subject to location, set up these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.